When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. G-I-G-G-S. No. Roderick. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? It's opinions. I respect your opinions. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Yes, guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, home of the Rodri Gigs on Football Show. We are live for members on Patreon, so check that out. And of course, we're available to everybody in the world over on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, all the great, all the usual podcast platforms. And uh, we're going to talk all things football this evening. And uh, as ever, I'm joined by the uh, the one and only Mr. Rodri Giggs. How are you, mate? Very good after last night. Yeah, well, we're definitely going to be talking about that, mate. It was uh, it was impressive from your boys. Um, oh, right, before... talk about... I know what you're right, talking yeah, about. I know. Yeah, all I will say to you, mate, right, is last year, last season, you got very excitable when you got a few points. I think you were 10 points to clear, and there was only a few weeks to go, and I still managed to... I was yeah, never, never, in, into, never, in, never in front last year. Smashed you into never in front last year. So you, you're lying to the viewers already. There's a long way you, to are go. Are you a conservative? Yeah, it is, it's, my middle name's Truss. Yeah. Didn't you know that? But um, yeah, Super 6 update. Go on, we'll get out of the way. For, uh, with 17 points, Stuart James came out top last night. But I forgot to enter my predictions. 
So I'll let Rodri get that out of his system in a minute before we start. <laughs> but um, oh. Rodri, yeah, he may have a 12-point lead over me now, but there's a long way to go. A long, long way to go. Oh, so it's not was, quite was over absolutely yet. over the moon last night when I seen when I turned on the scene on put, put your name down and you have zero zero. Oh beautiful, lovely, absolute <laughs> novice behavior. And then then um busy, I can't do what you can't I didn't even one, didn't one even minute. No, you're getting old and you forgot. <laughs> There's no doubt about that, mate. Absolutely, yeah. that cannot be argued. Yeah. Um, however, in in other news, probably more shocking than Liz Truss's reign as Prime Minister, Donna Perry topped Saturday's round with a whopping seventeen points. She must have got help. Yeah, I think she must have uh, had yeah. a bit of help from somewhere. But, uh, impressive, nonetheless. Uh, the next round is Saturday at three o'clock. I will remember, hopefully. We'll do our predictions a bit later, actually, so I won't forget. Um, but thankfully, the South Wales Derby is not one of the games selected um, for this week's Super Six, which I'm very pleased about. Um, we're going to start off, actually, on um, the Championship in Cardiff this week because um, I've got a few things to say about the social media football fans. But um, before I do, welcome, my friend. How are you? Yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah, good, good week. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, it's been all right. So, well, I'm, I'm, I'm in this new job, so I'm at uh, school holidays. I'm off, so, so yeah, I'll be buzzing tomorrow. Nice. Finish at twelve o'clock. Like a half day as well. Oh yeah. yeah. Bit of golf tomorrow afternoon, then, is it? Possibly, possibly. The weather's okay. The bats will be out. There we go. Good at that as well, and you. What did you say you play off? Three or four or something, wasn't it? Four. Yeah. Good shit, that is, mate. Um, I want to see the match between you and Lee Sharp, isn't it? He's supposed oh, to be tidy, quite a tidy on. golfer, isn't he? He's supposed to be, yeah. Should have the grudge match. Yeah. But I, I you know, he's put, I've had zero lessons. This is just self-taught. Did you, uh, did you teach yourself how to play? Yeah, yeah. And when my mates have lessons, they tell me what what the the thing you do, if uh, the coach has told them to do, and then I try and copy it, and then oh, obviously, okay. and then get good at it. It's impressive, mate. Really, what yeah. you think? Yeah. So every time, no... every time I eat a good shot with the grip and the 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 like, because I'm a letter writer, mm. so every time I draw it now. I say to him, mate, nice one, mate, because he, no, he paid 25 quid for that, so it cost him 25 quid, not me. So, yeah, yeah loves that. a little laugh we have every time we do it. Indeed, mate, I bet he loves that. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, the social media football fan, mate, um, there is some of them embarrassing, i got to say. And uh, this week, I'm take, I think we should have a new segment where we just take the piss out of them. But, so, look, right, Cardiff lost 3-0 last night. They had 10 men for 70 minutes of the game against the team which was banging form, I think second or third or maybe even top in the championship going into the game. Uh, it was away, obviously, as well. They um, And, you know, they conceded a penalty and had a player sent off after 18 minutes. So, always going to be very, very difficult away from home against a form team once that's happened. Who did you play last night? QPR, wasn't it? QPR, yeah. So, it ended up 3-0. Wasn't a very good performance, don't get me wrong, but there was there was you know there was uh, something which changed the game fundamentally. And look, 
you know, the Saturday's result, again, wasn't good enough. You've lost to Huddersfield. Um, not good enough. But go back a week, mate, right? Just one week, not weeks and weeks. Um, and you look at the results that they had. They beat Middlesbrough at Middlesbrough. Uh, or they, they drew, I think, with, was it West? Uh, sorry, Burnley, they drew with. So, like, yes. You know, since Hudson took over, that was two two losses on the bounce. But before that, he was doing quite well. You know, he picked up a draw against Burnley, um, a win away. Things were looking promising. Actually, looked like we had a bit of creativity and a bit of, um, you know, we might have some goals in the team. Hasn't yeah. gone to plan in these two games, but it was. You know, we're talking last week. We're not talking a month ago or something. Um, and the amount of fans so this journalist darren darren whitcomb whitcop i think his name is yeah he works like for the daily mail he said uh he tweeted something i got his worry is uh watching card if he thinks that there's potential that they could get relegated which to me is absolutely laughable they got loads of injuries they got big players out they've got some highly rated youngsters out as well who are going to make a difference when they come back so the relegation thing, I think, is a ridiculous statement anyway. But he, in fairness to him, he said, my worry is that they could, not that they will or vice versa. But the comments underneath, people saying Mark Hudson should be sacked immediately. Um, they need to find a new manager straight away. All this, you know, all the usual shit. And it's just like such short memories that like, yes, two not great games. But last week... Well, this is the problem down there, clubs. isn't it? This is the problem down there. You've got uh, you've got crazy people running the the, the asylum, so uh, uh, and people obviously are listening to this rubbish, and they've got to stick with a manager. They've got to find a guy and say, right, you're my guy, no matter what. And you've got to have a. You just can't keep doing it. Yes, you can do it if you if you. If you're probably at a Chelsea, you've got money to spend, and you can, but you can't do it at this level. It's so hard because another guy's going to come in and go, "Yeah, I don't want him. Don't want him. Don't want him." And then it's a total rebuild again. Yeah. So at least Mark Hudson's come from, you know, from where, within Steve Morrison's group. So it's just it's a never-ending cycle. But when you've got it, people on Twitter who don't even play football, let's say right, most of them don't even play football. They can't even kick a ball. Yeah. And yeah, it's just uh, just not good. I'm embarrassed, mate, by how quickly they're turning. And let's make no mistake, Mark Hudson's a Cardiff. He's a legend, like player. You know, he's very highly regard regarded for his time at Cardiff. Very popular guy, and they turn on him in two losses. And yeah. and like last night, early sending off, and it was a ridiculous, absolutely ludicrous sending off. Just completely ruined the game. So, if you take that out, you're basically saying, off one, you know, one loss, one bad performance, and uh, now that's it. You can turn on a club legend. Do me a favour. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It's um, not, it's not good, and it? unfortunately, the boards don't help it because they don't communicate. They haven't communicated why they sacked Steve Morrison yet, still. And you know, you wouldn't put it past them to not just bring in a new manager to replace. Mark Hudson, who is the caretaker manager, let's get it right. But you wouldn't surprise you if they sacked him rather than just brought a new manager in, just as as a 
a knee-jerk reaction to sack the caretaker manager because it is just so badly run up there or here. So, to me, there's only two options now. Um, you either try and get Nathan Jones off Luton or you get try and get Osher and Roberts, who I believe is assistant manager at Crystal Palace. That might yeah. be wrong. No, um, it is. They're no, the only two choices for me. As uh, if, if you can't get either of them, then I would keep Mark Hudson till the end of the season, or certainly till January. But I think you know you got to give him time. You know, he hasn't even had that a great. He's been thrust into the role. He hasn't had a great deal of time to. You know, the games come thick and fast. He knows the players. He's got a lot. They got a lot of injuries. So give him a bit of time. But oh, embarrassing, mate. And uh, you know, it's not just Cardiff fans. Is Fans, all football fans on social media, um, the the rates they they do U turns like, um, just briefly. Well, switching over to your club, you know, Ronaldo, obviously a club legend, not doing himself any favors at the moment. I don't think. I think it's fair to say. I think for someone of his experience and quality and how the young players look up to him and how he's worshipped by the fans, his attitude and his behavior is probably not helping. But like the amount of people who've turned on him just instantly on social media, like United fans, people with like Ronaldo, um, you know, profile pics and their accounts named after him. And they're like, oh, I'm going to go and support someone else. And this embarrassing. Honestly, it's just embarrassing. It's just the same deal, mate. Twitter's a cesspool. You can't get your information from there. Um, but... But um, yeah, the real United fans, you know, he's he's he's, he's wrong and he's out of order, and he probably regret what he's done. But you know, I've 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 been in that I've I've kind of no been in that situation when you're coming to the end of your career and you still think you can play, and you're just not getting the games because you're too old. It's just it is frustration, but it must be on a different level for him because you know he's one of the greatest players ever. What planet? So. Yeah, it's frustrating, um, but you know, he'll know that it was the wrong decision, and he's been punished. And you know, but because it's Ronaldo and because it's Manchester United, it's a massive story, and it, it deflects probably Van Ten Hag's best performance and probably the best performance you've seen United team do in a long time. So I thought it was their best performance. Yeah, since it could have been, could have been, could have been a hatful, and not everyone played. Well, really, you know, Anthony, as a team, you know, though they did, yeah, as a team, as a team. And, but they all worked well. Anthony and Sancho weren't great. Rashford could have had an hat trick, um, but I thought Fred and Casemiro excellent, uh, Dalot excellent, Shaw excellent, all the back four excellent. But I thought um, Casemiro looked a real class player, left foot, right foot, the shot he had. Keep it in, would have had no chance. So, yeah, it looks good. It's, um, just, yeah, but I wanted to see that Fred and Casemiro. He obviously worked yeah. so well in, in, in Brazil. So, let's see it. And now we're kind of we're getting some run of games together. You can see it flourishing now. So, we'll see how it pans out. Well, it's another it's another instance of that horrible, like that social media fan. Was it the um, Europa League game? The first one he started, Casemiro. The amount of people saying, oh, "What a waste of money! He looks dreadful. He's over the hill." And this is what this is what I mean, mate. You can't, you can't. It's very embarrassing. Yeah, you can't. You got to take all that stuff with a pinch of salt. Mm. You know, this guy's thirty years of age, so in his he's prime. These days, he? he's in his prime, thirty years of age. 
because you say back in the day your primes 28 to 32 well especially 28 to 30 but 30 now the way they look after themselves he's a fit boy left foot right foot won five champions league medals people say oh well, why would you get why would real madrid get rid of him because he's offered him 70 million quid and he's 30 years of age so but he's still got that quality and we've kind of seen it now now he's getting a good run of games it's always difficult when you've when you come to a new club or you, you come into uh, you come into a team that that are, um, that are fully fit and you're not up to speed. It takes time. Mm. New country, new area, everything. Which yeah, goes exactly. Into it. Yeah. Um, just before we go, I want to go to the comments a minute about the Cardiff manager situation. But I wanted to ask you something. You just mentioned there, Luke Shaw was excellent. I thought he was pretty good the other night as well. I think it was in the oh, Europa yeah. League. So obviously, a couple of weeks ago, I think I clipped it as well. You said he was finished at United. Yeah, no, I did not change your mind. Not, not changed my mind. He, he's, he's changed my mind by his, his, his commitment and his, and his play. You know, I'm not, not, um, I'm not going to be right all the time. No, no. it's difficult. Um, it's difficult. You're not going to be right all the time when you're wrong. You've got to, you take, take, be humble about it, and, and, and glad that he's, he's proven you're wrong because he's a good player. And if Luke Shaw is playing well. His best spells, right? Because he's we've said he's got it in him. He just sometimes yeah. plays within himself. But because we've seen it when Tellers comes in, it, it sounds of giving a kick up the ass. Well, this has done the same. So hopefully, this is what you need. Good cover. I also did, did say that it's good competition. It makes people yeah. better. So it's obviously made Luke sharper. Yeah, I think as I said before, <laughs> like his best spells at United is when he's had genuine competition. When Tellers came in, obviously Dalot's really found his feet now. Like when he's like, not, Gallop, just Gallop, the surprisingly, Gallop was excellent last night. Yeah. Excellent. I was not, I'm not, no, I'm not having him, but yeah. he's quick. He just needs to work probably on his, on his, on his end product. But other than that, no, he's been excellent. Really, really good. Well, do you know what? If I, if I'm Aaron Wambasaka, I'm looking at Luke Shaw and thinking, that's what I've got to do. Because in La- if you told me after <laughs> after Aaron Wambasaka's first six months at United, I thought he was going to be their right back for the next ten years. Yeah, and, and it's all gone a bit wrong for him. I knew he wasn't because he can't cross the football. But he's got to do. He's got to find that form, and he which no, but he's got to get the chance as well. Luke Shaw's got the chance now. He's, he's took it. Wambasaka hasn't yet. So once Dalot, or when, once he comes in, he's got he's got to perform. Uh, you know, if he doesn't give the manager something to think about, if you if you know if you have an average game, then but you've got to give the manager something to think about. That's always what I thought. If he wasn't in the team, which was very rare, that wasn't in the team. Um, <coughs> but obviously, um, we'll uh, we'll talk about our predictions a bit later. But I wanted to quickly just to finish off on United. Quickly ask you this: um, Ronaldo obviously didn't play any minutes last last night. United looks so much better with Rashford or Martial as their centre forward because they, you know, I never thought I'd say it about Martial, but they press and they've got the legs to get Rashford about. As well, yeah. Rashford with, you know, look, if it's not for Hugo Lloris last night, United win five or six. Like, well, they oh, had five Rashford, or six oh, clear chances. Yeah, I thought Thierry Henry was spot on, actually. Yeah. There was, yeah. He just roll it in the he, corner. He tries to blast everything where you don't need mm. to. Yeah. Just, and just, just, just a little, little glance. That's all it is, little glance. And well, look at the five, Bruno's finish. Precision beats power, sir. Absolutely. Precision beats power every time. Timing. Do you know who said that? Timing beats speed. Timing speed. There we go. 
legend. Um, do you think Ronaldo is in the squad for the Chelsea game? No, he's already been left out. He's been. Uh, funny enough, Craig's yeah. just put Ronaldo refused to come on, so I didn't know that. I yeah. thought he had just so, gone. Yeah, so it's already been dealt with. He's not in the squad for Chelsea. So Ten Hag, that's. Good. I tell you what, mate. Fair, fair play to him, right? He's had to be strong, well, this, Ronaldo. Yeah, this is what, this is what you need. No, no, anyone that's about, okay, you are. Ronaldo, uh, Fernandez, Maguire. See in a bit. Yeah. Trade with the youngsters as well. I've been told today. So I've been told he's trained with the youngsters as well. So they've trained alone or whatever happened, Oof. he's trained. So he seems yeah. like an emotional but, 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 No, he, he'll understand no. it, but he can't, he can't do that. You can't do it. You know, you, yes, you're frustrated. But it must be really frustrating for him. But you know, when United win, maybe if they lost, he, he, well, he would, if they were losing, he'd have been put on the pitch. No, but yeah, but um, yeah, it's, it must be frustrating for him. Though I feel his pain because he's like, like I say, he's he's in the Mount Rushmore of footballers. Of course he is, yeah. And I think like he seems like a very, he does seem like a genuinely emotional chap. Like he seems like. When things frustrate him, he finds it very difficult to, you know, just. Yeah, and you'll and you'll see certain players get in that position and think, if I was in that position, it'd be a goal. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can understand. Like that. the like the header on the weekend, Stratton in a six yeah. yard. Oh, well, I texted you, didn't I? Yeah, and Ronaldo I said Ronaldo doesn't, doesn't miss that. that. The the one where he's he's played in, and he's he, Lloris has saved it. Ronaldo finishes that. And there's one in, in the second the half when it more or less the same, and he just blasts it again. Or you got to do side for it. Or it's, it's, it's just a bit, it's just head down, blast. And you don't have to do that all the time. Bit of finesse, Marcus, bit of finesse. The problem is, he, they, United just do not look as threatening with Ronaldo up front, which sounds ridiculous, but it's, they just are not able, they they would not have been able to play like they did I, last I, night. I, 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 Disagree. I disagree. Mid I Spurs did not have a chance. I still think they're just trying to find their best team. And once they find their best team, I think Ronaldo will be the perfect fit in that, on that for, for the, the, the top. Or, you know, or Marcus Rashford or Martial, but they need to find... Like, I would prefer Marcus Rashford um, on the left where Sancho is playing and Anthony on the right. Okay. Than Sancho at the minute because Sancho's given us nothing. I thought he was that, better. That, that frees up the centre forward spot. If Martial's not fit, then mm. Ronaldo there. But it looks like the midfield now, you can't play Ericsson and Fernandes together. I don't think that works. I think you can sell that by Fred and Casemiro. You need that. I just think it doesn't work. Uh, Fernandes mm. flourishes. Um, yeah, I just think you've got to be it's either Ericsson or Fernandes, one or the other. Now, looking at last night, and then obviously the back four is settled. That is back four. You know, yes, yes, Malasia could come in for sure, but them two are the centre halves. There's no doubt about that. But the midfield, yeah. that, that midfield last night looks really good. Yeah, and then and I think... Fred, get Fred getting his goal as well. Yeah. Um, he scores a few for Brazil, I think, I believe. But like, so you've got like for me, Spurs have been in good form this season, and United not just won. United played them off the park for yeah, ninety Son minutes. And, Son and Kane didn't get a kick. 
they had that one chance, didn't they, which led to, actually led to the United goal in the second half where the keeper saves it. Anyway, I think it probably would have been offside anyway. But like the um I just was Spurs were so I don't yeah, even think they yeah, were that poor. Complete, you know, I just think United domination. Just good. We ended yeah. up like five or ten minute spell where Tottenham at all. It was just complete domination. And but my point is I don't think United could have played like that and had that domination if Ronaldo's in the number nine position because Whilst Rashford missed chances, Rashford pressed and pressed. And every time Rashford pressed, you had Sancho or you had um, yeah, Andrew. I still disagree. I've seen, that. I've seen Ronaldo do that, so I disagree. But he can't do it for 80 minutes. No, no you don't have to do it for 90 minutes. Just do it as long as you can. So and is he better good. like half an hour at the end of a game rather than starting? No. Or at the minute, I'd, 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 I would put Rashford on the left. He's better there. He's not a finisher. He's just not. He's just not. He'll score you goals. He'll score you as many goals on the left than he will yeah. forward. In fact, I would argue he might score more off the left. Exactly. So, However, I, I say that I thought Sancho was much better last night. Oh no, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, no, no, I disagree again. He did did nothing. Did nothing. Give the ball away constantly. Did nothing, but worked well. Anthony worked looked good. Look, you I can know. see why he wanted Anthony. You can yeah, see why he fits into his... he'll, he'll just get better. But he's been here like two, a month, two months. Yeah. Sancho's been here like a, a year and a half. I'm still not seeing anything. My one thing with Anthony, I think, just quickly, is that I think he might be become a bit predictable in that he always cuts in to go on his left. So Yeah, but, you know... He... Tiff, a good he'll, defender he'll, will work that out, won't it? They yeah, he'll have to... He'll he'll he, but you know, I'm sure he's not terrible. Going <laughs> you out you say that, you say that, mate. But you know, people said that about young Ryan Giggs, but he's got to stop it at speed. It's, it's very yeah. difficult. Um, right, moving on from United, very quickly, let's go to the comments. And there's a really interesting question actually from Craig, which I'm going to talk to you about now. Um, but on the Cardiff job, he said, um, Will said Nathan Jones is a non-starter at the moment, uh, or in his opinion, he's too expensive to buy him out. He's got a five-year contract just signed. My thing with Nathan Jones is I think Luton will allow him to go, but not until the summer, because it'd be only because it's Cardiff. And I think if he says, I want to go to Cardiff, I they think will Luton allow don't him. give a monkey about Cardiff and they want to keep him because he's a But they give a monkey about Nathan Jones, mate. And I think he's got a very good relationship with him. No, but he's, not, they've already, he's, he's already been down this, uh, this road, but though, mate. He's left for, for a bigger club or a so called bigger club. It didn't work out, so he's going to do the same. But it's not about bigger club necessarily. It's about his hometown club, isn't it? I think that's the pull for him. It's not that. So with the Stoke, with the Stoke job, with the, so with the Stoke job, that was Nathan Jones trying his hand at a bigger club, a former Premier League club. With the Cardiff job, I don't necessarily see. What it do as... you think if he kicked up a big enough fuss that they'd let him go in the summer? If he did it in a in a certain way, I think they would. He's still, you know, Cardiff would still have to pay him and blah blah blah. However, I think Oshan Roberts is a more realistic option. But also, I don't know whether I'm in the minority. I wouldn't be devastated if they said, right, Mark Hudson stay until the summer, and we will address it in the summer. We will make sure we get the right person and the right people around him to move this club forward. Yeah, but, and they actually but, but, they actually but, but, have a fucking plan for a change, mate. Yeah, because they do these things without a plan. Literally 15, 20 minutes talking about Cardiff. The well, we're going to get on to something much, 
much more interesting now, mate. So, um, so, um, but uh, is the board brave enough to keep Mark Hudson, even if they have a, a few bad, so they have a few more free nillers down the road? No, probably not. And that's the that's the problem is the board so, because so they, they make these decisions. So. They sack Steve Morrison for whatever reason without a plan. It's ridiculous. They never got a plan of what they're going to do next. They've never thought, right, we're going to get rid of him because we're going to bring this guy in and he's going to be with us for three to five years and he's going to build this squad towards the Premier League or whatever. It's just ridiculous. And it's such a just a poor way to run a football club. You've got to have a long-term plan on what you're doing. And yes, they wanted to change the style of football. Well, Steve Morrison did that. Yes, they wanted to bring the wage bill down. Steve Morrison did that. So why did he get sacked? It makes no sense. So, yeah, uh, there we go. Um, there's big, big rumours, mate. And um, apparently a formal request to FIFA has gone in that uh, Iran be suspended immediately from the World Cup in Qatar um, due to the political turmoil, protests and civil unrest over the death of a 22-year-old woman in police custody. Um, it looks like there could actually be some legs to this and that it could actually turn to them being removed from the World Cup. Where do you stand on that? Because it's completely nothing to do with football. Um, yeah, I'd stay well away from it, especially where it's being held. So do you think they should be allowed or you don't think they should be allowed? Yeah, you know, how can you... How can you like not compare the way it's being held? I'm sure that kind of stuff, all that kind of stuff, if not worse, goes on. Yeah, you're gonna throw someone out. It's got nothing to do with football. Yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? There's so many things that you could start talking about, like yeah. the building of the stadiums, no. and I don't want to talk about it you now. Could go in, I... You could go, in, go into this World Cup and use it as a platform to, you know, to to talk about these things to air your views and yeah, yeah. And, and speak about it yeah and say no it's 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 a joke basically but you it's know not, it's, it, it wouldn't be fair with it to the to the iranian players no like, no no it's got nothing to do with football so it's what i mean like politics gets involved with sport so here's a question you know, then and sport is a massive help in in, in certain stuff here's a question then for the audio viewers uh craig says if it's got nothing to do with football then Russia should be back in. Um, and look, Craig, you make a great point. Um, and whilst I kind of agree with um, Rodri in that, you know, it's got nothing to do with football. So why should those Iranian players suffer from what's happened in their country? It's nothing to do with the footballers who've qualified for the World Cup and deserve to be there. So why should they get removed from it? It's nothing to do with them. But Craig says, if it's nothing to do with football, then why, you know, Russia should be allowed back in, shouldn't they? Possibly it's an argument, an argument for it, yeah. But do you think that Russia should have been removed from sporting events? There's always been, there's always been controversy around Russia, isn't there? You know, doping, Olympics, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it was like state-sponsored as well, Yeah, if you, yeah. Go, if you go into it. So... Yeah, it's it's a bit it's a bit of a different debate, but more or less on the same line. It's got nothing to do with sports, so but you know it's it's a lot deeper in it. Though. There's world, there could be a war, there's a war going on. Mm. 
didn't um, when Wales qualified for the World Cup in 1958, didn't we get in because someone got removed or wasn't allowed to enter? I'm not. I'm not, I'm not that old as you. You'll remember. I don't know. Remember that, Jesus Christ! It must be looking <laughs> rough. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's. I can't. I like Will says he can't make up his mind if it's a good thing or not. What would happen if they get banned? Who would we get in? You know, like, and that's the other thing. Like Wales, England, uh, USA. If you, you put another team in there, it one it disrupts their build up and who they've been preparing for. But also, you could end up with yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not it's who not, hasn't qualified. Not. Italy, someone like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Right, it, like it, won't, think it, so it won't happen. Way. The only way it will happen, uh, you know, um, Iran just don't turn up, don't play. But that's not going to happen either. Because yeah. fo- no, yeah. football, yeah, it's just not going to happen. You always, you always we hear talk. these things, but they never come to issue. Yeah, it's, it's, it looks like it's got legs, but like you say, these things, they tend to sort of, they, they flare up, don't they? And then it kind of, like dies down a little bit. Um, the championship, mate. We've talked about how tight it is. It is so tight this year; it's unreal. And like that's why I'm not too worried about Cardiff. When that guy said about relegation, I was like, no, there's there's easily three worst teams in Cardiff. But like QPR at top, it was a long way to go. There's only like twelve games on the summer, isn't there? Fifteen, fifteen, quarter of the way. Yeah, and like so, Cardiff are like sat nicely at eighteenth. But Swansea, who we talked about in the first, I think, probably six weeks in or something, were, like, really struggling. They're now right up to seventh on 24 points, flying. They've won four of their last five. Um, They play Cardiff on Saturday. Cardiff, notoriously in recent years, do not turn up to South Wales derbies. Now, that could be a problem for Mark Hudson, is if, if Cardiff get dicked again by Swansea, then I think the pressure is really on on Mark Hudson. Like if Cardiff, t- you know, if the players turn up and they're full of passion and they play well and they lose, I don't think that's too much of an issue. But if they get absolutely spanked like they have in recent memory and the players just don't turn up, for, for whatever reason, they just don't seem to be able to get up for these derby games or they freeze or whatever. And Swansea are banging form. Swansea will look at it if they, you know, if they win that game, they go up to twenty-seven points as well, which is the same as where the teams are currently at the top. So it is so tight in that championship. Blackburn, mm. QPR, Burnley, Sheffield United. There's two points between the four of them. Three points down to seventh <laughs> between seventh and first. But Cardiff are only nine spots, or nine points off top, which is nothing in the championship. So. Yeah. It's a, it's a wild league, mate. Anyway, and this year it just seems weird, like Does the championship starts the World Cup as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so women's football carries on, and uh, under 23s football carries on. But league two. yeah, I think League League Two is it and down. League but two, yeah. all uh, League One and up, and first team football's all away. Um, but Coventry as well, mate. They're they're off the bottom. You know, we discussed how far they'd fallen behind. Won a couple of games, two won their two games in hand, or won their last two, and they're you know up to thirteen points. They're ahead of Huddersfield. 
So it's just uh, it's a crazy league, mate. I really enjoy it, and it's I, I think it's always been the way. Yeah, and it's, it's just it's just even bigger this year. Uh, Fulham are currently one 0 up against Aston Villa, and uh, Leicester. Dimitrovic uh, looks like Reed scored from the picture. Yeah, Reed. Um, and Leicester winning at Lee uh, away at home to Leeds. Um, is Brew at what's his name? Brendan Rogers still at yeah, Leicester. Yeah, yeah. they didn't get rid of him, did they? No, mm, interesting. Um, yeah, who's impressed? Newcastle mate, still chugging along, really impressive at the moment. That goal yeah. they scored, yeah, yesterday was. Yeah, nice little one 0 win. Slowly chugging away, aren't they? Yeah, thank yeah. God be. Th- I, I said it last week, mate. If they're still around where they are now in January, they're going to spend, and I think they will go all out for a Champions League spot. I think they will try and get some big players in on big money to strengthen what they're already doing, mm-hmm. and uh, they will really go. Why not? Why you know if you've got the money to spend and you're already performing, why wouldn't you strengthen? And give Eddie Howe the players that he needs to to push on. Why do you have to wait three seasons to build to it? If you've got the foundation in the squad on the pitch and you've got the foundation off the pitch, why should you have to slow build it? Why can't you not just do it? Mm. It's difficult, but mm. Eddie Howe's doing a tremendous job. And I was one of the people who wasn't sure whether he was it would be too big for him. Um, I've been really, really impressed with him. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how their season develops like if they fall away a little bit but at the moment they show no signs of it um that miguel almirion almirion scored a phenomenal goal been banging form who's impressed you for newcastle um the midfielder midfielder gomerez is it uh yeah something like that uh, um, names but um, there's a few Almiron, very good. Uh, Burn, the centre half, very good. Trippier, which is a, just a great signing. Yes. Um, Longstaff still going doing Long, well. Longstaff, well. Longstaff's a good player. Um, but yeah, um, and they, you know, they've got quality. Joel Linton, uh, Wilson's decent. Uh, you know, it's, it's a tough place to go there. It's very, it's very loud. Uh, it's, it's, it's a very tough place oh. to go, especially when uh, it's it's kind of got that that Anfield toughness in the first 15 20 minutes. If you get over that first 15 20 minutes, then you settle into the game and you're good. But it's a difficult place, though. Um, Liverpool beat Man City, mate, somehow. Yeah, yeah. pretty sure I said something like that could happen. You did, they found a bit of form, haven't they? Liverpool, that the um, the the nine yeah, nil win. People yeah. forgot they, they only beat them like six, seven weeks ago as well. So you know, wasn't that long ago. And, and Harlan didn't get sniffed then either. So Van Dijk turned up, Gomez turned up, and they played really, really well. And like that nine nil was it nine nil against Rangers the other week? I think that kicks that gave him a bit of confidence. Seven, seven one, seven one was it? Yeah, they, and, they and, came, and they were one nil down. Yeah, they they just kick started them, didn't they? Just. Yeah, seemed to give them a bit of confidence, and they found their feet again. Still, um, and, a few points behind. Getting players back as well. Yeah, um, still a few points behind. They're back in seventh, but you'd expect them to be up and around the 
you know, third or fourth by the end of the season. Um, Arsenal marching on, mate. They have uh, lost one game all season, haven't drawn any. Who they've um, lost against? Yeah, you know who they've lost against. Come on. Um, I've got to say, Granite Xhaka is really um, showing a different side to himself this year. Like, we talked we talked about last year, didn't we? Like, he's, he was just a liability. He always gets sent off and... Or he'd be injured. Yeah, but when you when you when you watch that all or nothing thing with Arsenal, and you kind of you know, he has been treated a little bit harshly. Um, the, the the team weren't great, and you seen obviously he's a good player, and a good a good player, and a good team. Just a, a bad, just an average player in a bad team. Shows the importance of getting rid of the bad eggs, doesn't it? Like hundred percent. Arteta just got rid this is of what I mean all about of those million bastards. This is what I mean about United. They're only halfway there. Mm. Not maybe not even halfway there, so yeah, you just got to give it time. You no, know, Arteta's been there what now three years, so you know, impressive, mate. Um, mm. Palace as well, I think, have been good, been really impressed with, yeah, with well, the six, six bad, but you know, I like Patrick uh, Vieri's, yeah, it took, uh, a good job, not, not easy to watch what you know, Rach and like a defensive minded team, and then he's kind of turned him into. Team are easy on the eye. Got some good players, Eze, Saha. Uh, you got some good players. They play okay football. And that's another difficult place to go. Sellers mm. Park when they, when they get the, the tails up, the, the crowd behind them. Uh, and that was always a, a, a difficult place to go whenever I'd go there and watch United. You reckon um, Oshan Roberts? Do you think he'd be difficult to get out of there because things are going quite well? Under Vieira, yeah, you don't know. You you you've got to weigh things up, haven't you? Um, do you want to give it a go? Some coaches just think, you know, I'll stay in my lane. I'm a good coach, um, and we've seen before good coaches going to manage it didn't work out. But you know, sometimes they do, and it, it does work out. It all depends on his personal preference. You know, if yeah, Cardiff City, you know, he's Welsh. Would that be difficult to turn down? The only thing that would probably put him off is the owners. You know, trigger happy if he has a bad spell. He won't be given the time that's needed. So, all things that he'd weigh up. But, you know, if he was offered the job, he'd probably probably take it. He'd be daft not to. Really. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But it's um, it's one of those, isn't it? It's, like you say, you'd have to weigh it up. And me, like you say, some some coaches like to be coaches and not the 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 main the main figurehead or the manager, so it'd be an, an interesting one. Um, who do you fancy go down in the Premier League at the moment? Like, who do you think is the worst team in the league? Forest. You don't think there's any way they stay up? No, no. Too many they, are, they they seem to be struggling. They do you think they made too many signings? Yeah, yeah. Just can't get it all together. You can't like, do it in season. It's just too. It's, you're trying to find your best team, and by the time you find his best team, it might be all over. Uh, but they're giving new contracts. They want to give him for the, the long run, which is good. So he can build his team, and then be better next year. And then the year after, they come up. We've seen that before. Um, but Forest, and it's difficult. It's difficult. 
Anyone she, else? Anyone else you think is struggling a bit? Everton worry me, mate. No, 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 no. Everton, no, no, no. Everton have done done well only in the last week. They've, they've, they've no, they went on a six-game unbeaten run. Then they play. Just oh. look ropey, mate. They just don't look organised. Yeah, but, yeah, but the last two games, mate, they, they played us and was it Everton? Uh, no, they lost to Newcastle. Oh, and Newcastle. So that's three games, all tough games. Uh, United was at Old Trafford. Was it Old Trafford or was it Everton? Uh, Everton, wasn't it? No, it was at Everton, but we played well then. Uh, Tottenham was at Tottenham. And Newcastle was at Newcastle, so they're all tough games. But before that, they had a six-game. No, I think they've got enough, they've got enough now, and, and with the back four that they've got, and the back two that Tarkovsky and Cody, that'll see them through. Plus, they've got Calvert Lewin back. Uh, no, they'll be fine then, mate. They'll be fine. You've got to be looking at Southampton. Usually, you'd say Brentford and Brighton, but they're flying at the minute. Well, Brighton could struggle. Now the, the man's got a new manager and he can't seem to buy a win at the minute. Mm. Wolves, Wolves as well, I think. Are Wolves, on, yeah, there you go, Wolves. There's there's another one. But Wolves, Wolves, Forest, Wolves Forest, I think Bournemouth could still be, could still be, have a worry. They need to start their, their, their manager. Will they give it O'Neill? Their new owner coming in, will he spend money? Seems to have a few quid, so... Um, yeah, it's... It's difficult, isn't it? Well, after the QPR game yesterday versus Cardiff, there was um, strong rumours rumors that um, QPR manager B, uh, Beal was going at Wolves. But then this morning, they said apparently he turned it down, which yeah. I was really surprised at. But, I mean, you're top of the championship. You're playing great football. You've got a good young squad. The fans are really, vo you know, really vocal, get behind the manager and the club. A QPR. I really like QPR's ground because it's really clean. It's like an old school ground. He's turned down that chance to move to Wolves. It would give him a bit of money to spend. Premier League club, established Premier League club. He's, he's building that. He's turned that down. He's building something there. He's you know. He might he might look to the Wolves team and thought. Mm. But you know, you just don't know. The he's, he's QPR. You don't know what's happened, but he's obviously comfortable there, happy there. They are doing really quite well, so they could get promoted anyway. So he'd be mm. Premier League manager next year, and that's what he probably wants to do. He started something, so he wants to see it through. You get people like that all the time. You don't because a, a Premier League comes knocking. Doesn't is Wolves a bigger club than QPR? About the same, isn't yeah. they? Yeah. Exactly. QPR was always a Premier League team at the start for years. Mm. Um, no, very good team. Les Ferdinand, Trevor Sinclair. God, yeah, I remember uh, New Year's Day. Ray Wilkins. Uh, QPR spanking United 4-1. 4-1, I was like at a game. New, yeah. New New as well. I, was, I was at a game, yeah. It scored some unbelievable goals. Yeah, Clive Wilson. They had, they had a really good team. So... And then it lost us part. It was only the only one ground that, that I've never been to, but um, yeah, tight ground, one of them old grounds. So in London as well. So, you know, it's West London. So Chelsea area now, well, not far from Chelsea. So it's a nice part of the world as well. So Wolverhampton, mm. Chelsea, London area. Mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting one, mate, isn't it? Like, like, fair play to him, like, because so many managers and players, they just see Premier League and they jump, don't they? But like you say, QPR could go up and Wolves could go down. So, he, you know, he could be a Premier League manager for six months. Yeah, and then be out of a job at the end of the year. So, yeah. you know, he's got something going there. Where are they at the minute? They're, they're, top they're of the league. Yeah, top of the league. So, why would you want to leave? Why? Do that, mate. Yeah. Um, before we go to the questions in the chat, uh, if you have got any questions, obviously drop them in. It would be so weird as well. Answer. Sorry to interrupt. It would be yeah, weird as well when it going from, from fighting to the title to fighting relegation in, like, in the same season. Yeah, it'd be different. Like a day. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you about um, Kilmarnock uh, going across the border. Striker Kyle Lafferty has been banned for 10 games uh, by the Scottish FA because um, basically he was in a nightclub. Someone asked him for a photo um, and it was he was filmed. He basically made uh, some sort of sectarian comment and they banned him for 10 games. Um, he's 35 years old, so he's in the latter parts of his career he's apologized and whatnot um he's now not allowed to play in Kilmarnock's semi-final against uh Celtic which is in January where do you stand on that because I feel like that when you consider the uh the chance and the abuse that goes on with regards to the kind of sectarian stuff you know online in grounds is it harsh to ban a player for 10 games because of a comment made like in a nightclub or do they need to set an example in order to try and cut it out? Yeah, it looks like that that's, looks like what they're doing. You know, he's not a young lad, he's 35. So, and they take it pretty serious, that stuff, for uh, that part of the world. So, yeah, it's uh, serious stuff to, to them. So, and it, and it, you know, I remember Gaz doing something and, and someone threatened to kill him. Yeah, he did some. He um, he did some gesture, didn't he? He did the um, blue, didn't he? uh, Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So and then someone sent him a bullet in the post and saying they're going to kill him, and actually an IRA guy was saying, "Yeah, "Yeah, it's saying they're going to kill him." (laughs) So we take it serious up there. So drunk nightclub. He should know better. He should know better. It's a mistake. He's apologised. He's been punished. You know, you move on. No, he's not a kid either, is he? Like, no, he's thirty-five. He should know about. But this is what happens when you have Falcon. You get your day, and then some, some snitches dubbed you in. So. Yeah. Um, looks like um, I don't want to talk about it too much because it's an ongoing case. But um, from what I've been reading today, uh, Benjamin Mendy is going to be going away for a long time. Really, right? Horrible. Horrible. Horrible, mate. Some of the stuff which you know. <laughs> you think, what you think is, do, do you th- really think? Right, listen to this. Do you really think if this was a Manchester United player, it'd be front and centre? Like yeah. I was. I agree. When, I do agree. When, when, I, when when our kids' trial was going, his was like the top page, and Ben Benjamin Mendy had to scroll down for like he's raped about ten people. Yeah. This is just a this is just a lover's squirrel squirrel and yeah it's just it's yeah but reading it and listening to it I've you know I've been around a lot of footballers I've been to a lot of pies there's the, the, these these girls aren't the brightest but these lads do take advantage it's just yeah it's, 
but you know, it's just a sad, sad, sad. And yeah, it's, saves him right. It's horrible, you know, mate. Saves him right. Saves him right. It's not just one; it's multiple. <coughs> so, Indeed. You know, but I bet Jack Grealish is thinking, "Why is every day? Why is my name being mentioned to this rapist?" So. Mm. It's um, yeah, so they just get, can't wait till it's probably over. But you know, this Mason Greenwood as well. This this um, surprised me. Him getting arrested and, and remanded. He broke broke his um, broke his bail conditions. Didn't yeah. He? So, but I heard. Um, oh, I, I I heard from someone, but it was being. Well, you heard what down the shops? Yeah. No, it um, <laughs> it's been on like social media and stuff as well. That he like they they're back living together and like. You know they're like properly together, and I think not that I don't know if she is or not, but like there was think people saying she's pregnant and they're living together, which obviously breaks his bail conditions straight away. So like, I don't know what's you know what's going to happen with his case. It's um, that's like just a very strange situation. It's just but, got a, it's just got a smell of being thrown out. Yeah, I that's what I said. Funny enough, on the show no. last week, I said I think it's, it's just oh, to rob on Monday. Yes, in Manchester, are clowns. Are they? Clowns. Yeah. Well, clowns. I said I said to rob on Monday. I said I I think that he will get thrown out. I think he won't get charged. He'll be literally they'll drop all the charges. So which I so I asked I put the question to Rob was if the charges are dropped, so he's you know he's basically nothing's happening. Will he play for Manchester United again? Rob said, absolutely not. He will never play for Manchester United again. And I said, you're fucking mad. The the age of him, the talent on him, if he gets all charges dropped, there is no way the United... They might send him on loan for a year to kind of teach, for lack, you know, for lack of a better term, teach him a lesson or like kind of humble him a little bit or whatever, take him out of the limelight. But... If he is not charged, there is no way that I think United get rid of him. If he's not charged, I'll 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 give you even a bet. I'll, I'll, I'll double down on that. If he's if it's thrown out and he's not charged, he will be a Manchester United player because Ten Hag does not give two monkeys about the, the rumours or blah, 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 this or that. If he's not charged and it's thrown out of court and it doesn't. He will play for Manchester United. Ten Hag is. You've seen the, the type of character he is. No, very he's no nonsense. And he's with the girl, and she's pregnant to his child. Allegedly. Yes, there'll be all the social media and all this and that and that. But you know, there's that guy playing for Arsenal. That's let's not yeah, get into oh, it. Mate, there's loads of them. Come on, and that's gone under, it's gone under the radar. Where's fucking um, Lee Hughes? Killed someone. Uh, Luke McCormack killed a family. No, in a drink no, driving no, thing. They no, went back to football, is what I'm yeah. saying. So, no. how can you tell a 19, but, 20 year old kid who has had no charges that he's not allowed but, to play again? But, you know, to all fairness to Lee Hughes and McCormack, now this is Manchester United. So, no, no, I, I realise. Would, would, it, would it affect the brand? No. So that's that's the, the 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 what the way up. Will it affect the brand? Will it cost us money? Um, is he a good enough player to stick our necks out for? All of them, yes. So, so has he been remanded, uh, Mason? He was remanded, but then there was a seeker hearing yesterday, and he was bailed. 
So he's now out. So he was only in for two or three days. He was in for what? He was uh, Monday. Well, he was arrested Saturday, so remanded then. Went to court Monday and remanded then. Went to Wrexham Prison, I was told. Um, And then there was a secret court hearing yesterday, which he was bailed. So what he was in Saturday, Saturday arrested, Saturday night, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, five days, four or five days would have been there. And that's as a, as a kid, if you've not been in there before, you know, yeah, you, you get a lot of scousers, you get a lot of mancune, a lot of different people banging on the, on, on the doors, uh, a lot of shouting, um, a lot of threats, a lot of intimidation. You just got to be not strong enough character to, to, you know, but it would have scared you. Yeah, I would have at least, I would have at least, you know, been an eye opener for him, wouldn't it? Yeah, for a yeah. young kid like yeah. But this you is, know, this is real now. This yeah. is real. Yeah, if, they, if he if he was thinking he was just gonna, you know, definitely walk away from it, then yeah. that would have certainly been a wake yeah. up call for him. Trust me, going from a five hours mansion in, in Altrincham, Cheshire, to a six five foot ten smelly mattress that thick, yeah, a little steel toilet. Yeah, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you little, you, know, you get your little, your little park for your, your, your baby, your toothbrush, and all that's it. Yeah, but that's it. That's it. Very different world to what he's used to. It is. And, and um, you eat your stuff on your plastic, your like plastic cups, your little trays, mm-hmm. and yeah, he'd probably have to go in with all the nonces and stuff, wouldn't he, as well, for his own. Well, if he's segregated, so he'd be on his own. So that, that's not funny either because you just stand no. up. I don't know if it, probably these days, it was a long time ago, so maybe it's probably, well, even though it was a long time ago, you still get telly, mm. but in, in, in certain uh, segregation units, like isolation places, there's no telly, it's just a, it's like a dungeon, so, uh, but in certain, I'm pretty sure they've had a TV, mm. but it'd be on his own probably. Still not. But, you know, you but you might have got screws like like screws. But I mess with him. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, strip search him, put him in this crackhead, all this stuff, all the the, the colourful stuff that they did with me. <laughs> <laughs> but they could do that. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's... But, but all that does is build character size. That's all it does. Well, it either makes you or breaks you, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, Question from Gaz. Uh, he says, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's got to go in January, Rod, surely. Uh, disgraceful behaviour. Yeah, I don't think he's good. I don't think... I don't think... Uh, if if there's a buyer and there's a place for him to go, where, where's he going to go? MLS. Where's he going to go? He could go to... So, but if, he, if, if he's coming on a free, mind, mind you, they'd probably let him go on a free now because he's only got like, six months left. And he's on like four or five hundred grand a week. So, I think he could go. I think he might go to the MLS. But in January, I, I the MLS know. is over, isn't it? I still think he's, he thinks he's got UFC in the World Cup. He's got World Cup soon. So if he performs well in that, then. But then on the other hand. That could be a shot window. But if he doesn't, then yeah, you're probably right. Um, Saudi, Qatar, MLS. Yeah. If the World Cup goes badly for him, or you know he doesn't really perform very well, yeah. then Play, he'll go. He'll go off to Miami. You know, 
somewhere, <laughs> Qatar, Saudi, like you say. But I'll if he goes that. and gets the golden boot, David Beckham will grab him to Miami. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But then if he goes and gets the golden boot in the World Cup, just like, wouldn't put it past him. Look, yeah, exactly. Golden boot. Why wouldn't United keep him to his last six months of contract? He's banging exactly. form, exactly. coming into the second half of the season. Exactly, I could see him doing that as well. But you know, it's how he reacts, I suppose, now to Ten Hag. He's never been through this, has he? So you know, no one's ever stood up to him, have they? Like manager-wise, no one has ever disciplined him really. No, if you look back, I can't think of anyone. No, like Fergie used to be very understanding to him, didn't he? He gave yeah. him time off. And, yeah. Stuff like yeah. that, and obviously he was very. No, young. but that, that was that was personal stuff, you know. His no, dad, no, I know, I realise that. But what I mean is, he managed him very well. Yeah, well, you, he, Fergie was excellent at that. He did that very Cantona, treated yeah. Cantona totally different from others. You know, I remember him uh, one uh, awards evening. You no, know, they've all got to wear suits. All got to wear, you know, uh, turn up it smart. They all turn up, and he turns up in like trainers and. <laughs> they're all going, they're all going, yeah, I was going, Eric, you do what he wants. Now, this is what you call class and stuff like that. Looking to all the lads. No, like, what? So he used to treat Eric different. He's done that down the past with other people. So uh, it's a sign of a good manager. Yeah, he was always very good with the young players as well. Like, he looked after your brother very well, didn't he? Over he yeah, years. he did, but he used him as an example because he knew he could take it. He was the one that got shouted at the most. Mm. If you asked, if you'd ask him, he was constantly screamed at because um using an example like new players coming in think how's he doing it to him why do you be doing it to him you're gonna do it to me so he and plus he know it would get a reaction out of him so he would do it a lot oh not a lot when no when it needed up when he needed to see fit he, he, he did it but, he but did from it the outside you win the fourth that mate from the Pardon? outside from the outside for me like growing up i wouldn't have thought that ryan was like the one taking the telling off and the, the hair. Oh, yeah. Always. He, he wouldn't even let him do interviews and stuff when he was young. No, he, no. Oh, there was always strict with him like that. Always screaming and shouting. Him. But, yeah, especially at, at games, half time, because he knew certain players it would get a reaction out of. I was the same. Yeah. You know, if a manager started screaming and shouting at me, I'd be screaming and shouting back at him. But then at, at the second half... I'd be a totally different player and I'd perform and I'd do to just think, right, I'll fucking show you. But that's why they did it. Mm. So, How did Ryan take it? Like, in the moment? He'd, like... he'd, well, at first, you'd probably take it and then when he gets a bit experience, you'd have a go back, but you still get the same reaction when you went on the pitch. So, did he, what, what would he say Like when he would get out? Like, you know, you'd see him away from the game. Which, pardon? Would he like be like, oh, he had a fucking go at me last night or yesterday or whatever? Or would he sort yeah, of yeah, understand but, it? But, yeah, but they understand it in the long run it, that he was doing it for a reason. But at the time, yeah. you, you're like, Arr. but <laughs> yeah, obviously, but obviously, over after 20 years, you get you, you kind of get used to it. Yeah, it must be very difficult when you've been a manager of a player for like 20 years when you do need to maybe have a go at them. Because it must almost be like white. If you do it too much, it just well, becomes, yeah. But I don't think you get used to it. I don't you? think you're doing it for the last five years. No, no. Yeah, you know, but um, obviously every now and again. But yeah, not it'd be, it'd be someone else. It'd probably be Rooney or it'd be someone yeah. else. But 
he, he did it for the reaction. You, you have to have it be a certain person. You know, some person you got to put your arm around. If you have a go at them, they go into the shell. Everyone's different, and mm. you just got to know how to manage that. And Fergie was excellent at. Yeah, I thought he did a tremendous job of getting the best out of Wayne Rooney. Actually, as well, if you yeah. look at Wayne Rooney at the top of his game. It was more often than not well, United yeah, well, over England. Yeah, but Wayne did a lot of stuff that, you know, for the team that he didn't have to do. You know, yeah. At times it played left midfield, right midfield. Played centre midfield. Uh, you wouldn't see, see a lot of strikers do that. But he was a proper team player, really. Proper. But he never, he never, I don't think, Ro even though Rooney did exceptionally well for England, I don't think he was ever at the same level for England as he was for Manchester United. Oh. And I just think that that was the extra bit well, that Fergie was able to get out of him. I disagree. I disagree. He's got it's just England's league. Oh, no, no, I know. I'm not saying he was rubbish for England, but I just think the the well, level... That's, 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 probably everyone, that's probably everyone that played United that time. It was an international. Yeah, and I think, in fairness, that generation of England players probably didn't hit the heights that yeah, because they could have. Yeah. Because they, they didn't treat, want to play together. Different layer, like teammates, because they were scouts or well, from Chelsea or whatever. But uh, you, when you come and see your country, you'll actually go out the window. But you know, obviously, you want your mental strong enough to do that. Yeah, and I mean, you look at the at Paul Scholes's England figures, for instance. Like it's ludicrous that he didn't play more games, and uh, it was a lot of that was because of the ramp, uh, the obsession with playing Lampard and Gerrard together. Um. And there's a few players who suffered from that duo and the obsession with trying to fit them into a team. Mm. Um, it's, it's weird now when you look back at it, like especially the way football's developed, and there's a lot more four three threes now in there. And like now, you just think, well, get a, put a decent holding midfielder there and play the both of them. What's mm -hmm. it's, it's madness, mate? Madness. Right, very quickly, predictions. Um, Super safe. You know what, I'm out of a week off so you can catch up. Oh, it means you don't need to do me no favours. You did me a favour last year by letting me beat you so comfortably. It's all right, mate. So Remember, we're on a, a level playing field this year. Last year was void. It had an asterisk against it. You do understand that, don't you? <laughs> Come on, mate. You don't do understand that, don't you? It's very, it's not, it's beneath that, you, mate. It's beneath you. Come on. in front. That is an asterisk next well, to it. We, we, we've already, we have already league. discussed that, that I missed the same amount of weeks throughout the season. What? We we worked out that I missed the same amount of weeks throughout the season. So it, you didn't yeah, have... But I missed loads as well. No, oh, come on. Level playing field. And don't tell me you went through all the, all the weeks. Oh, yeah, I missed that one. That's crap. Yeah, I think, um, look, you know, it's a long way to go. Level playing field. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to beat by fit about probably about fifty points. Oh, come on, mate. At least you probably won't even be in the lead in three weeks' time. It's like thirteen points, twelve, thirteen. I've lost count, but it's just going very. Get... It's twelve points. You're very, very unpredictable. Like you know, you you had a good couple of weeks, but you know, no, no, gonna, no, no, no. Yeah, one got bad, we, uh, in a one bad weeks. week, and then you see a reaction. Like I got a nil. And then I got a 15, which was all of them right on one correct score. But you are very, very prone to a nil. And that wasn't a nil from missing it. That was a no, nil. It was a, from no, it was a one nil because I thought, you know what? I'm going to have it. I'm going to 
mix it up here and why they mix up just keep to the winning formula that's absolutely <laughs> dominating Sai in the league here's a shout from uh, from Gaz says it's absolutely scandalous that Michael Carrick didn't play more games for England yeah it's, I think yeah. he's very very underrated that, that, that's, but that's who probably should have played uh, but then you've got to leave one of them out but Paul Scholes should have played holding midfield a lot more. But you've got to be brave enough to say, right, because that's what Gerard or Lampard needed, need a carrot by, by the side of him. Mm. But, you know, the manager wasn't strong enough to do that. No, we can blame him to Embarrassing. Right, Manchester City at home to Brighton. I'm going to go with a three... No, a 4-0 victory to Manchester City. Uh, 4-1. I've got Josh Arden, FPL. Yeah, me too. Um, Everton at home to Crystal Palace. Interesting one. Oh, that's a very interesting one. Is that Goodison? 2-0 Everton. Mm, I'm going to go with a one all in that one. Fancy a draw there, Palace. Um, Ch- uh, Chelsea at home to Manchester United. Five o'clock Sunday, 5.30 Sunday. Saturday, rather. 2-2. Um, 2-2. So, Score a draw. Now that I know that Ronaldo's out of the game, I am actually going to go with a... They've got some injuries as well. Chilwell's out, James is out. Yeah, I'm going with a, a, a three... Three two or three one? What do you reckon? Uh, I'm going to go with a three one to Manchester United in that one. Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers are home to Leicester. It's tricky, then that is because Wolves are bang two out of form. Two one Leicester. I think Leicester are going to get back on the on the run. Two one Leicester. Well, uh, yeah, they're two 0 up actually now. Um, so I'm going to go with a, uh, a two one to Leicester. There, uh, Southampton versus Arsenal at Southampton. Yeah, tough one. That is Southampton have a bit hit a bit of form. Mm. Um, I'll tell you exactly what their form is now. Southampton. Oh, I say that one all. Um, one all. Eh? I'm going to go with a, a one nil to Arsenal. Southampton and talk Southampton and go against them. Yeah, Arsenal are doing well. I'm going to go with 1 0 Arsenal. And then do finally. Do, now, so, do you want to do it now so you don't forget? I am doing it now oh, so I don't okay. forget. Got my phone there, see? Uh-huh. Got to do it. I don't want to forget, mate. Yeah. And I got to say, by the way, if I think you've forgotten, I send you a little text to remind you. Yeah, but I was halfway through off. last night and thought, you know what? I'll have a look at your score. That's when I've seen it. I'm not. I'm not. You, you looking for an advantage, no, are you? No, don't do it. I'm looking. Um, Spurs. If I, see uh, it, if I see it before, like ten minutes before, I say, "Yeah, come on, side, get it done." Get it Both done. Would. Um, Spurs are at home to Newcastle. Obviously, Newcastle on form. Spurs on the back of a, a bit of a spanking yesterday night. Can they recover? Who are they playing? Uh, Spurs home to Newcastle. Newcastle banging form. I'm going to go. Newcastle unbeaten in five. Won two, three one, of the last Newcastle. five. 
Yeah, I fancy Newcastle as well there. Uh, I'm going to go with, I think, Spurs. Conte looked absolutely despondent last night in his interview. Do you see that? He looked really down. Because he realised um, his midfield's crap. Yeah, he sent a bit of a message to the board, didn't he? Where he said um, United backed their manager and they spent a bit of money and basically left it open as if to say, yeah, he didn't back me. But he had a few quid to spend, didn't he? He hasn't like been working yeah, with free transfers. Quid. No, that's true. Daniel Levy's never going to spend that, though. Either. Even if he had it, I don't think he'd spend it. Um, I'm going to go with uh, a 2-1 two, Newcastle, I think. I think I'm leaning towards a draw, but I'm going to go with a Newcastle win. I just think they're in a bit of special bit of form. There we go. The predictions are successfully submitted. So there we go. I think I did all right in my fantasy football, at least. It's the main thing. Yeah, what did I get in my fantasy? Oh, look at that. 119 points last night. Really? No. Uh, I don't think so. Don't Let's have a look. How many points? Yeah, game week. This week, I've gone 119 points in my fantasy league. And look. I don't know if you can see it. Free it, free it, something. Bench booster. Yeah, I can't see it. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, I got Van Dyke 17 points, Dyer 11, Trippier 16, Zaha 28. He must have got some on Saturday. Uh, Zaha 28, McAllister 22. Harland, oh, that's not so that's that's in two games, not in just one game, is it? Yeah, no, it must be from Saturday and midweek. Yeah, that McAllister made 168 last night and about 70 the other day. So that's twice that's that's like 140. You're talking about me's the 115. I am um, that I replaced that Grossard from Brighton with um McAllister, he's been really good for me. He's yeah. uh, averaging like fucking. Nine points or something. Yeah, I just hope Madison's not scored because I took him out. Yeah, it's always a bloody same night, isn't it? Always the same. Night. All right, all right, man. Right, know. all good. Um, there's loads of midweek rounds in the World Cup. Will just said, so you've got to make sure you remember to do all your predictions throughout the World you Cup. Don't need to tell me, you need to tell you. Tell me, baby. I haven't missed um, this season yet. I'm on fire. On a red hot streak of no misses, mate. That's I'm not way. on fire. I'm just getting going. Once I get going, just getting started. Yeah, I'll be up near Will. Sure, Will's yeah. got a cheat cold or something. Yeah, well, he just breaks us and he just does what he wants. Um, more, Will. As always, mate. Appreciate your time. Had a good old chat, um, guys. Obviously, leave your comments, chat, share, share it, mate. Share it to everyone. And if you're listening on audio, why aren't you joining us live? Have your say, ask your questions. Rodri literally answers anything that people ask him. He's an open book, as it were. Have a good evening. We'll see you next week for another episode of Rodri Gigs on Football. Let's go. Sports Social Podcast Network.